You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Well, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz TV after show for Homeland Season 2, Episode 8. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined in the studio by... I'm Roth Cornette, Entertainment Editor for IGN. And also... Jenna Bush, Entertainment Editor for Manhattan. And to my right... Thaddeus Massey. And you don't know, ask somebody. <laughs> there you go. And our very special guest, very happy to have him here, that uh, terrorist extraordinaire, the masterful manipulator, Navid Negaban. Navid! Very good. Amazing today, by the way. One word, and you had everybody just reeling. One line, one, not even a line, one word, and it just killed us. All right. And in our special segment, we'll talk more about uh, Navid's uh, vision of Abu and the, and the show itself. But before we get into that, we want to talk about tonight's episode, which, well, of course, I mean, how can you not talk about that last reveal? Exactly. Which was just... <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> Chilling. And wonderful. Nice. I've been I've been waiting for the return. Yes. Of, I ha, I've been really the missing. The return of Abu. I have. I'm serious because I've really been missing that relationship with Brody because I think that that added such a great element to his character mm. and it helped us understand a lot of his motivations, which I think has been missing a little bit this season. Yeah. So I'm glad to see it back. Yeah, mm. definitely. That was good. And, um, but at the same time, um, you can see how he's struggling. Mm-hmm. The struggle. Yeah. Within, right. with him, so yeah, for so sure. Good. The reveal was good. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yes, it was. <laughs> Struggle within the conflict because you've manipulated the hell out of him. Yes. So, which is going to be fun. Yes, uh, I, I'm excited to talk to you about that. About how you guys kind of created that dynamic, but yeah, I know okay. we're not there. Yeah, I know. So, why, why don't we start off? We, we wanted to talk about Dana uh, and her whole storyline, how she goes to Mike. Oh, and Dana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You obviously have some things to say about that. Um, well, I just I do have to mention something about the uh, the Saturday Night Live skit where I was I was okay. totally totally yeah. totally thinking of this, but yeah. not so much during the Dana scene, more during the scene when Brody and uh, Brody and Carrie are in the hotel, and Saul's like she's she's it's okay, man, it's okay, man. You know, Carrie's on top of it, she's making it on happen. On top of it, nice. <laughs> I just jeez, wow. every week you just walk right into okay. those. Yeah. So, she's, she's amazing at those. It's how it's how you choose to interpret what I say. And do it's not what I think. So in, it in any event, happen with her. In any event, she, you know, I thought it was so because in the Saturday Night Live yeah. sketch, it's like Carrie's clearly nowhere near capable of doing anything, and Saul's like, she's the best in the biz, man. I swear, just trust her. And I'm kind of having that moment tonight where, you know, their faces are like, really? Because are you hearing this, Saul? Because it's kind of crazy to me. 
<laughs> well, okay, so I just I just wanted to point out that like I actually I know I've said this before, but I really like Dana and I I, yes. I liked what she did this week. I thought that yeah. was really cool. I mean, we did talk about we sort of predicted that she was going to go to Mike. Right. Um she did and I I really actually liked watching that relationship. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, we'd never really seen that. So that was nice that they painted that for us because it was a nice filled in part of her. Yeah. She had nowhere else to go at this point. Yeah. I think she had no other adult that she was trusting and I think that Dana's um I love I love Dana too because she's the one and I think what they're doing that's so clever is that she has been the one that has had the greatest amount of outward integrity mm-hmm. like her basically her inward inten- integrity matches her outward actions she really wants to do the right thing in mm-hmm. a way that I think most human beings don't I think most human beings will be like oh you covered it up I'm so sad Phew. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like people I think a lot of people would be happy to get away mm-hmm. with that without having to have actually done anything wrong themselves but Dana's really really Really, really, as you said before, Thaddeus, is the conscious of the show, and she yeah. wants to do the right thing. So this is what's cool about this is watching them break her down, yeah. and she's going to probably have to become a bit cynical about the way the world really works. Yeah, I really like the way she was asking uh, Mike about you know when you had to when when Dad came back, mm-hmm. you had to leave, and he said, "Yeah, but I knew exactly what I had to do." And then she said, "Well, and and you did it." And yeah. she was surprised by that because obviously her parents aren't really able to do that at the moment but yeah he did the right thing and so she did and I think that that was was I think that was really cool Um, also I think some of us and I don't know about you guys but I was sort of thinking that like maybe um, she she had that teenage thing of I just want to get this out of of the way and that it wasn't going to follow through and that once it was done it was going to be like oh crap but she really did follow it through enough that she went to speak to the daughter which I thought Mm -hmm. was but well, whose comment was? I don't know if it was Roth, and I don't want to. If it wasn't a big part, but I thought I heard somebody say, "Boy, this family makes stupid choices." Yeah, or something. yeah, it was <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> This family makes a lot of stupid decisions. Yeah, I mean, they really do. No, I I, I'm not saying I, I like that Dina wanted to do the sure. right thing, but she was walking into a very emotionally volatile yeah. situation with not a lot of information. And yeah. yeah, she's 16, but it just seemed like maybe we don't. Maybe we we take it. We take steps. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't well, I just thought it was weird why Mike didn't go up with her. I mean, that would go on to the house you don't know. Right. Like, what that the hell is strange. that? Especially because, he knew the situation. It wasn't yeah. like she was like, oh, yeah. we're going to do a sleepover at my friend's house. Exactly. Because <laughs> you know? if anything, the girl really just could have hauled off and kind of given her a beat down. I and, thought she uh, was going to get the gun when she says, oh, let me put the kid down real quick. I was like, oh, I was like, run. <laughs> Something's going to happen right here. <laughs> Oh but yeah, <laughs> she so, knew who she was. She did, and I mean, I think that we see, we see, understandably, they do a lot of understandable mm-hmm. stupid things. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. They make it's a lot a of. Show. We have to. <laughs> well, they make a lot of understand. I mean, you know, Jessica. I know we were we're not. You know, we were saying this week. Come on, man. What are you? T- you know, you. But to be fair to Jessica, and this is going to be the interesting thing because uh-huh. I think I'm going to actually be the one defending. Well, this, this is the first. Yeah. I know. This After is the TV first. exclusive, she's <laughs> backing up Jessica. After <laughs> TV exclusive. <laughs> Roth Cornette has Jessica's back. Exactly. For the very first time on our after show, I have Jessica's back because we're we're assuming that she has the information and she doesn't. You know what I mean? When she says, tell the CIA to back off. Okay, we all know you can't really tell the CIA to back <laughs> off. But she also doesn't know that they have him by the... Yeah. You know, Give she me did, the number. I'll yeah. call them. Okay. Well, really? Well, okay. Be fa- <laughs> to, to be fair, to, how do you... To, 1-800-CIA. one let her, let her make her point. No, that's, that's, ahead, no, that's a fair point. Give me the number. But I think she probably meant the number of your direct contact. Uh-huh. And yes, she, she's not talking about
thoughts calling the school principal. I get that. <laughs> and it was a rather silly thing to say. Absolutely. But it showed chutzpah. But no, not that it showed chutzpah. But it, the truth is that she doesn't know that he's he's a terrorist. She doesn't know that he's working with the CIA against his will in lieu of going to the death, you know what I mean, to go, to go into the electric chair. Because if he if he was to be tried, he would be executed. Treason is yeah. ex- punishable by death, period. Right. He would be executed. So she doesn't have all that information. All she knows is that of his own free will, he's out of the goodness of his heart working with the CIA. And she's saying, well, stop then. Yeah. You know, because you've, you're in the power position. She doesn't know that he's absolutely okay. not. Okay. Yeah. Now, this is what I have to say to that. <laughs> Here it comes. Tell me that. Okay. <laughs> When he explained to her what was going on, he said he was helping the CIA in matters of national security. National security. Mm-hmm. And he's a congressman, mm-hmm. correct? That is not something you're like, you know what, this is not a really good time. You know, my family, is the CIA national security is kind of affecting my family right now, so... That doesn't really correlate. So so he's not really in a position. Like, Jessica should have stepped back and said, okay, CIA, he's doing something with CIA. Is she that dense where she would not think that he's going to divulge or is supposed to or, or even can? That doesn't even make sense. Well, I- So he can only tell her so much. And, that, and anybody would have... Brain would be able to be like, okay, yeah. this is above my head. Well, I think I, I you think know? it's been it's just that she's been doing things like this over and over. Like she mm-hmm. immediately tells Mike, well, "Hey, he's working for the CIA," and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, that well, was dumb. Don't tell her. Don't tell her I told you." But she told her yeah. killed someone with a car. Yeah, but um, she's like, but she says it first, then goes, "Don't tell her." But it's like, why? Why don't get the promise? I mean, yeah, but don't we have people like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. all the time. We it all exists. have yeah. been. It all, yeah. Come oh, yeah. across those people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sure. Just, I, I didn't really take her seriously, only because I thought she was so desperate, like, do something, and oh, if you're not going to do it, I'll do it. Yeah, I, I don't think she was really exactly. going to call the CA or think that she was going to get... She was just frustrated because he wasn't going to do anything, so fine, I'll do it. You know, it was just one of those things. I didn't think To be was, fair, I actually want to hear that phone call. Hello, yeah, CIA. That How would can be we good. help it's you? Jessica. It's Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jessica. My husband's I'm, being a pain in the ass. I'm I'd like you to back off. There you go. I, I mean, this is the thing, like, exactly. I took yeah. it more, like, in the heat of the moment. Yeah. You just say things even if they're not things that totally make sense because yeah. you're trying to break through to him to say, I want you to understand how desperate and dire this situation mm-hmm. is. Our daughter was a part of a hit and run. Things just got very real for us here. It's not like she's skipping school. You know right. what I mean? She was. She is an accessory to murder and she's about to get away with it and we're raising her to go off in the world. This isn't alright and I don't care what you have to do. Fix it. I really don't care what you have yeah. to do. And, yeah. and I felt like that's more that's what, what I, she was That's what I from. wanted her to say. Yeah. I don't right. care what you have to do. Just fix it. Right. Yeah. Because that's what she should have said. Well, and that's I think what I that's what she was. Yeah. Yeah, emotionally but then, saying. Yeah, but I can't give her any the going to Mike and blabbing it, and then then yeah. Like, well, well, the, the, the Mike thing is a different story where yeah. you're like, really, Jessica? Like, <laughs> but she's just that person that she obviously isn't in the CIA. She's not Brody. She's not a person that is has made their life no. the keep being the keeper of secrets. Right. Thank God. <laughs> <Clearly>. <laughs> she would be horrible at her she job. Sucks at it. Yeah, but she's just a regular person who yeah. who is well over her head with all of this, you know. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know half of what's going on. Yeah. And Brody is well over his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy really? had a nervous breakdown in the hallway. Oh, he, he does tend Let's to curl up about. in the fetal position fairly <laughs> yeah, often. he does that. <laughs> he needed some warm milk and honey. I think there's a very particular reasons why he might 
Yes. Curl up in a fetal position. Do you have anything to say about that? Oh, uh, well. well. <laughs> <laughs> Any reason why that might have happened to him? Oh, you never know what happened during those eight years. Yeah, that's right. So there's been lots of ups and downs. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to tell you guys, I truly I enjoyed this. As much as I enjoyed the show, I love it. Okay, so, I mean, the show is doing something right. I yes, mean, if exactly. you guys are sitting and um, dissecting each character and yeah. you're going for good or bad in each character, how they should be behaving and yeah. how, how they behave, um, I think that's what the show is about. I mean, for, uh, for, for, for the audience to start yes. thinking about the situation that we are in right now and see what are we doing? What would I do in that given situation, mm-hmm. given moment? Yeah. And uh, that's something that we, I don't know, you guys have been watching more shows. I, I think we haven't had a show like this yeah. that makes the audience to sit back and think, hmm, how would I behave in that given situation mm-hmm. to deal with the national security, to deal with our... Um, relationship with the foreign countries and how we are dealing with the different people and that's what the show was supposed to do and yeah. I, I love it I'm, when I'm sitting and watching you guys I'm, I say mom not bad we, we did something okay so I'm watching you go at it so, uh, yeah I think you're clearly doing something okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah, we'll take it it is great for that reason because um, every single character I yeah. think is is complex in in that way and I actually think I, I love your character I mean I really do and I find your character very um, complex because we've had the chance to get to know these other characters and mm-hmm. sort of see some of their motivations but we haven't seen much of Abu Nuzir where he came from yeah, why we don't know anything we, of his you know what I mean we don't know really his backstory we can make some guesses um <sighs> <laughs> Write it on the wish list, send it to <laughs> Santa. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you guys we'll, listening to this? Let's talk more about that. Let's talk about that. This would be good. We'll, we'll talk more about that. But, yeah. but, well, since we just know. brought it up, because my question, my big question was, is how much of the of Abu Nazir's history did they tell you, and how much have you just created because right. you your, your own work as an actor, you have to fill that in. So have they given you a backstory? Have you adopted one? Have you created one? Is there a percentage? They gave me a bio. Okay, uh, a, okay. uh, two paragraphs. That's it? Uh, yeah. They Jeez. gave me a bio uh-huh. a description of the character and what they thought the, the character would be. Uh-huh. And um, the first meeting that I had with Howard Gordon and Alex Gonzo when we sat in the room and we discussed the character, I um, we talked about it. And mm-hmm. um, all of us, we saw the character as just a... As a human being, as yeah. a man, as a man uh, being put in a, uh, s- certain situations, and he mm-hmm. has to he has to react to it. Right. And um, then I went on the internet and I tried to do some research. And uh, there are lots of personalities out there with a similar background. Mm-hmm. So I started to study them just to go and find out where they came from, where they mm-hmm. went to school, and um, lots of them they were educated in right. Western countries. Mm-hmm. And uh, put them together is a is a stew. Basically, it's a stew. But I've said it before. Abu was born. Uh, if you guys remember the pilot, the first episode, of the first season. Yeah. At the ending, when I have, mm-hmm. when I'm yeah. taking him in my mm-hmm. arms. Yeah. Um. I I'm thinking about it. It just makes me. At that given moment, Abu was born. Oh. It was such a tense moment. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it wasn't in the script. So um, we were still trying to figure out who we are as mm-hmm. the characters. Every, everybody had some kind of um, understanding of the character. So we went in, and at that moment when he's standing there and he's beating a walker, and I'm walking in, and Damien, the way... Um, the way that he walks is so um, it comes very genuine in in the mm-hmm. moments and when you lock eyes with him uh, you forget that you're on the set I mean all of them they're fantastic actors I, I, I love being there but in that given moment the moment that I saw him breaking down and I took him and he dropped himself in my arms and I held his head, and he was shaking. He was truly shaking. He wasn't acting. He was really shaking because he was—he let everything go. Um, that was when the when I was born. Or the wow. relationship, the connection between them. It was—it was very powerful. To me, it was very powerful. I think one of the questions I have, because a lot of times in the show, you're wondering. You have these dynamics. Saul and Carrie are kind of father-daughter, you know, Mm. as comes out very uh, overtly this week. I'm not your daughter. I'm not your daughter. (laughs) And so, but sometimes you're wondering how much is, are they playing up to that to get what they want? And then certainly with Carrie um, and Brody, you're like, how much are they, even this week, how much is she playing him and how much is this real? And then with Abinuzir and Brody, I wonder how much is Abinuzir playing him and how much does he have a real genuine affection for Brody? Because Brody really loves him. But he's been manipulated to love him in a way. So for you, how much do you think your character really has a genuine affection for Brody? And how much of him has to be in the mind of like a general going, but I still have something to execute and I have a goal I'm trying to get to and this is a tool for me? Uh, well, Abu has sent one of his his own brothers to the death, uh, to suicide mission. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, it doesn't matter how much he likes it, he loves his brother, but the mission is there and mm-hmm. they have to go. I mean, this is only one way to go. Right. Um, to me, um, as a character, about the way that I'm looking at it is um, that um, Brody has kind of taken the place of the brother, mm. uh, the one that he um, is like um, is like a piece of puzzle that to Abu was broken, so he mixed it in the box and put it back together and now it looks exactly what he what he wanted to Mm -hmm. look and now he sets it free and he says okay I hope that it's going where I want him to go Mm -hmm. and um, but at the same time I think that when it comes between the mission and the personal um, desires or personal loves Mm -hmm. I love I think um, Abu will always go for for what he's set to do. Whatever the goal is. Yeah. Well, that's paramount. In a way, he has that in common with Carrie, I think, mm-hmm. because, yeah. you know, Carrie is obviously still in love with Somebody. Brody, but I think that, you know, she'll she'll get rid of everything in her life for the mission, even if she loves somebody, even if she cares about somebody. Yeah. So that's it's really, that's really cool to hear. Uh, that's one of the things that I like about the show, uh, because it, it compares, it compares the people, and it says, mm-hmm. okay, um, you're here, how would you behave if I put you here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, comparing both sides together, and you see that they both are doing the same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the things that we have uh, we always forget because um, 
I have to. Um, I hope special. Okay, let me let me think about. It. I don't okay. get myself in trouble because it's very <laughs> it's very tricky. See, yes. uh, I believe all of us. Um, every time we are uh, we are behaving towards certain situations or given situation, and uh, the 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 seed the uh, the origin of all our behaviors and emotions is love. Yeah. We love something. That's why we are fighting to get it. We love someone. That's why we become jealous. We love some. Um, um, we love to see ourselves somewhere. That's why we are motivated to move forward. So that's 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 the origin of all the emotions and behaviors. So when you look at all these people, it doesn't matter where we are. Our soldiers here, they are going and they are fighting for love of the country. Mm-hmm. to defend us and what they what they hear is that you have to defend the country you have to defend your people you have to do this you have to do that so there's a love has been created and disciplined and this is my honor that's what i need to do for love of honor i will go and i will fight when if you want to stay fair if you look to the other side we see that the other side is doing the same thing mm-hmm. the other side loves his beliefs, loves his God or the way that he sees his mission for the honor of God, he's going and he fight, he's fighting. Now, both of them, they, are, they are, have their own styles and their own techniques to fight. But at the same time, I believe all of us, we have, we have God inside us. Because all the religions, when you look around all the religions that are saying Adam and Eve, God blew his breath into the clay. Adam and Eve were created, and all of us are descendants from that, if we go religiously. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, if that's the case, then genetically, we all have piece of that breath inside us. So mm-hmm. how can we go around and kill God in the name of God? Mm-hmm. Because... When you're attacking someone, that person has that mm-hmm. piece of God that was given to him inside him. It doesn't matter what religion he is from. He was created right. by the same creator. So, therefore, uh, we need to think twice before before disrespect someone. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I, I don't, that's I, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. I believe sometimes we, we forget... We forget that the person who is standing in front of us is the same as us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what color. It doesn't matter what religion. He has, he has the family. If I cut him, he will bleed. His blood is as red as my blood if I cut my hand. So why would I do that? I think I think you're right, and I think the show does do yeah. a good job of setting characters up in a comparison consistently. Every week yeah. they do it with yeah. all of the comparison right. the characters. You kind of see parallels with them, and um, and definitely I, I see parallels with Abnuzir and they're both and Carrie, where they're both totally mm-hmm. committed to above everything else to what they think is right and what they think their job is. Um, I would, I, I really genuinely would like to see more exploration with this, your character, because we haven't seen yeah, much right. of that. I'm sure we'll get and some I more And I think it will stuff. help people un- to 
to contextualize that and go, okay, well, where are people really coming from? Why are why are they doing what they do? So you never know. Maybe they maybe we're gonna have uh, how, how do you say when one thing starts from one show and goes to the other show? How do you call that? Spinoff. Spinoff. You want to add the spinoff? Explain the spinoff. Are you guys hearing? Are you guys hearing the? It'll be like a House of Nazir. No. Yeah. Why not? We can go to the back yeah. when he was going to school sure. here in Absolutely. America Absolutely. and how he was causing trouble. At this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there are stories you can write about him. <laughs> Start your writing uh, campaign now. <laughs> <laughs> tweet. No, you guys. I mean, let's see. Let's see. Go on Twitter. Go <laughs> 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 tweet, tweet, tweet. No, that, you know, the thing is that sometimes, um, um, by the way, you gave an actor a microphone, so you can stop yeah, 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 it whenever yeah, yeah, yeah. you want. <laughs> cut it, cut it now. <laughs> yeah, cut it. <laughs> See, the thing is that one of uh, one of the things that we uh, we forget here, because mm-hmm. especially in America, we are kind of um, we are somehow separated from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. We have our own world mm-hmm. here in America, and sometimes when someone comes from outside who looks a little bit different, mm-hmm. then. We we are kind of afraid to even get to know the person, or the person is it looks different. So I don't want to get to know the person. Well, uh, I don't. Uh, I have to tell you guys a story. Sometimes when they are talking, for example, about Iran, I remember I grew up during the revolution. I grew up during war, mm-hmm. and um, I remember when I was going to high school, when I was going, uh, when I was in twelfth uh, grade. Um, uh, it was during the war between Iran and Iraq, and they, um, um, we didn't have enough soldiers, so they were um, they were offering all the high school kids, whoever wants to go to war, they can go only for six months to school and then six months uh, front line, and then they can go to university if they want, and they will pay for some of the universities. So lots of kids, they would go there. So you come back to school, and all of a sudden you see that in one of the desks uh, is sitting a red tulip a red tulip when you open it mm-hmm. and the center is black and everything else is red uh, represents a bullet wound so you knew that the person is not coming back wow. so we are going we and especially my generation and generations after me we went through that and when we are coming here we America represents uh, America to us is what America used um, uh, don't get me wrong used to be you know, to, you know mm-hmm. okay. the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the land of opportunities land of freedom I remember when I was a kid I used to dress as a cowboy and I have I have pictures that I'm wearing cowboy hats and my six shooter and all <laughs> those things so that's what I was did you bring any of those? Uh, actually, I do. <laughs> no, actually, I do. I have I would pictures. Love to I, I should have brought some of those pictures. I have pictures with the six shows. Now, here, I, I used to do live stunt shows. Uh. I, I used to do Western shows. And I have my six shooter on my hat with this cigar. Clean this to it. But see, the thing is that we are no different. Mm. Uh, the problem is that we are sometimes so busy. And so involved with ourselves that we forget to look out and see other people, see who they are, where they are coming from. And um, I think that's a good point. 
that's, that's a, that, I think that's a very good point. And then Roth was, you know, expounding on that earlier. I've thought about that, like, the last at least three or four episodes. I'm like, I want to see more of Abu Nazir. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see what's up with this character. I want to see who <laughs> could do this brain job on, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, the character has been created in such a way that it's he's more than a leader so to speak he's he, he, there's not it's not just a it's not it's not a pointless pointless mission there is meaning behind it there's definition it's like it gives you that feeling anybody who doesn't you know stand for something will fall for anything kind of cliche value type of thing so you're sitting here like man the writers are so good I think if they expounded really and got deep on your character further than what they were it would probably raise more anti-American sentiment because you'll probably really start to like this character and I've always felt like I say they can't go too far into this character because any guy that has that kind of psychological power to make somebody like to change their I mean this guy was a soldier you know you go to the service they break you down they build you back up these guys are like programmed so in order to break somebody down and build them back up again it's it's, it's pretty that's pretty profound to me that's it's pretty deep and when you look at the effect that he's had on this character on Brody Brody wasn't just doing it. You know, it started off, it, everything obviously morphed into, oh, my family's at stake and all this, but it didn't start off like that. It started from a very, very organic, uh, a very palatable, I can believe this. These, these are very ethical things that Brody is believing in, believing in, and for the right reasons, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So you have to, you would kind of have to look at it like, well, if you see an extra three or four episodes of going further into Abu Nuzir and why he's doing what he's doing, then you may get a lot of people on the show is like, right, Abu Nuzir, yeah, 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 <laughs> but that, yeah, yeah. Abu you know what I mean? Uh, you are right, but yeah. at the same time, at the same time, see, those pe- um, you're you're afraid you're saying that if they go deeper into Abu Nazir, then they um, uh, might be anti-American, more anti-American emotions or feelings come out. But the way that I'm seeing it, uh, a coin has two sides. Right. The mm-hmm. way that I'm seeing it is that sometimes the issues that we have, the problems that we have here in America, is because of the things that has happened, and we don't know why. Right. right. We yeah. don't know why they hate us. Right. We don't know why they are coming over here to fight us. We don't know why when we are. We don't know why when I'm walking in certain countries with my American passports, the authorities they look at me kind of funny, even though that my passport, my American passport that I'm very proud of, it should be getting me into every country. Right. Right. When I'm walking, but then when I open my mouth, and I say, oh, I'm from Iran. Oh, come, let me pour you a tea. Right. Why? Why is this like that? Right. right. So when we see it, maybe we can, maybe we can start, when we, maybe we can have a ground zero. Say, okay, you know, we have done things that we are not very proud of, and we have done things that we have created some enemies. Right. So let's start from now, and from now, we are not going to do what we used to do 
which is going to give us the same result as it has given us so far. Right. right. So maybe we change our behavior and the way that we are looking at the world would be different. You cannot... See, you guys are going to get me in trouble. <laughs> no. yeah. See, the thing is that you cannot, you cannot promote freedom by destroying freedom. Right, you can't. Right. You, you cannot can. promote liberty by taking away liberty. Yeah. Right. That's one of the things. You have to make the people see it, make the people understand. My dad used to tell me, oh, I had all these crazy ideas and my dad used to tell me, oh, you cannot go and change the world. I said, dad, I don't want to change the world. I want to change myself. If someone sees who I am, if they like, they might do what I do. If they don't want to do that, I'm happy with myself. I am who I want to be. I look at the things and the way that I see it, this saying always plays in my head. I don't know where I read it. I don't know where I heard it but it has always had an impact on me. You can see the truth when you are blind, and you can hear the truth when you are deaf. Don't go in with preconceived notions that, oh, this is this cup that is there, there is coffee in there. Or maybe it's water, or maybe it's juice in there. So as long as you don't see it for yourself, you don't know what it is. Now you're trying to see what it is. <laughs> Tell me what is in there. It's water. <laughs> it's, it's water, see? It's water. So it's that's, water. That's what it is. It's very tricky. Oh. Yeah. I'd actually just like to point out that we got a tweet, and it's from Father Wizard, and he says, please ask that handsome guest to stop blowing my mind. So you're blowing there every you A, you're handsome, oh, and B, yeah. you're blowing every mind. Wait a minute. I shouldn't use that term for a terrorist. Uh, it's kind of loud. Like <laughs> You're a bomb. Yeah. Yeah, you are the bomb. Exactly. You are the bomb. That's okay. hilarious. I, I mean, I think what you're saying, I think what the show has done a really good job is of doing is is keeping it at the personal level. And so when they wanted us to understand um, where Brody was coming from, they introduced, A, yes, he got broken down and rebuilt, so we understood that the real affection was there between these two characters. And then there was this child. Yeah. And so you understand if you love a child and that child is killed, you're furious and you you want revenge on the death of this child. And so they they did a really good job of bringing it down to the emotional, visceral, Mm -hmm. personal level. I think what also might be interesting now that you're talking about all people are the same is that is to illustrate that some of these uh, some of some of these sort of factors these international factors are coming from decisions that people are making that are not us you know right. like and that that go back years and years and years and that yeah. have to do with economics and that have to do with you know industry and things that have the everyday people are suffering and and children are suffering based on decisions that have nothing to do with them the- that's it. That's it. See, um, we, we went over there. We went to Afghanistan, and we mm-hmm. wanted to save Afghanistan from Russia, which I've seen, I've seen home videos from Afghani people who they showed me. And during the time that they were with the Russians and the Russians, they were there. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it didn't look that bad. Mm-hmm. It was everybody very elegant. Everybody's going to work. The universities and everything was there. Mm-hmm. We went over there. And instead of helping Northern Alliance, instead of helping Amacho Massoud and his people, who were the nationalists and who were the freedom fighters of Afghanistan, we went and we went down to Pakistan and that area and we gave the weapons to Taliban's. Mm -hmm. The Taliban's, they are religious students. They are cut and dry. It's just black and white. 
either you are or you are not. If you are not, you are condemned. Okay, so we went and we gave the weapons to them. Mm. We weren't educated, but what we thought, or what they thought at that time, they thought that we're gonna go over there, we're gonna let the let the religion take care of communism, and go and attack them, and instead of giving the weapon to the nationalists who they just wanted to have the freedom of the country, they were not that much against the communism. They didn't care about communism. They just want to have their own country. Right. Okay. So we went over there and we gave the weapons to them. Weapons to them, and then we have a picture with, uh, for example, President Reagan is sitting there. That all these heads of Taliban that right now they're fighting against us, all those people are sitting around the table, and he's saying these gentlemen are the freedom fighters that we have to help. Mm-hmm. So we were uneducated, or Maybe we wanted to do that. Well, it was, because as long as they are fighting with yeah. each other, so my, my enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So why don't we let kill each other mm-hmm. and then we step back and we watch and say, oh, okay, whatever is left is ours. It works every right. time. It does. Yep. That ended well. <laughs> well, well, and that's what, that that was done many times in many places. Yes. Like all definitely all over South America. And again, always successfully. Yeah. And always successfully. Here. Which is why we should keep doing. But it. I think that that context is a little bit sometimes lost. I mean, right. we're, we're it's just not taught that often. But mm-hmm. and and that's unfortunate. So it's great when you have a program that people are watching if you can kind of get some of that in we're not really there yet I think we're keeping and the show and I think understandably so the writers are keeping it at that personal level at this point instead of trying to get a lot of facts and history and context in but I think that you can keep it at that personal level and get some of that stuff in by going into a backstory like from you know yes and um, and again uh, let's start the campaign now let's see what's going on (laughs) yeah backstory backstory would be good (laughs) because then somebody's not sitting there and just listing off a bunch of you know facts facts and figures and I know. And see, the uh, the thing is that, for example, there's a video. Um, can I talk on, about another video? Can Can I mention another, what, yeah. what, what, another what? video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there is of a course. there is a video on YouTube. Uh-huh. I love this video. Is don't tell my mother I was in Iran. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the director uh, goes around the world. He has series of videos. Don't tell my mother I was here. Don't tell my mother I was there. Mm-hmm. And the way that he goes, he goes and he gets mixed into the community and he talks to the people and he videotapes them. Mm-hmm. And then he edits everything and puts them together. <laughs> if you get the chance, please watch that video. Mm-hmm. Or just Google, Google images of Tehran. Ski resorts or um, camping in Iran, and when you when you watch those images, you see the people that are saying that they're your enemies. Mm-hmm. It's not much difference. Yeah. I mean, you look at the guys. Some of those guys, the hairdos that they have is mm-hmm. funkier than anybody else that you have ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. It's just like this. <laughs> so, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> but you you need to get to know people before you go and uh, call them names. I, right. That's how that. Well, this is interesting. Let me talk a little bit further about this because you mentioned a few times about. Uh, well, let me let me ask you this then. A lot of actors, when they're playing a quote villain or bad guy or whatever, they try not to judge the character. They just want to understand them. They don't want to. Um, what's the term that they always say? Um, 
uh, they want to humanize the character. And it sounds like you come from just what is their motivation? What's their drive? What's the, what is it that they love? So how how was it that when you were layering Abu, did you just come come from what what's the what's his base? What's his core belief? I went I went for core. Yes, you did. Okay, so I that's where you core. came back Because that everything first. everything else that is happening to us is yeah. because of the situations that we were uh, we were put in. Mm. So uh, you cannot go and play a. Um, even a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks that he is saving people. Yes, exactly. I mean, he is not a killer. He is not a villain. He is a savior. So you cannot go and judge your character. But at the same time, as an as an actor, I try not to. Um, it, it's kind of tricky. See, I um, I. I'm a backpacker. I'm a gypsy. Mm-hmm. So I traveled from countries to countries, and I went wherever I went, and I started to get to know the peop- uh, mm-hmm. people. I work in the black boxes. I work in a, a teeny tiny holes in the wall. That I went there. If, if it was any kind of music or any kind of performance, I tried to go there and learn something from them. Um, I'm pe- um, my son kind of creepy but I'm a people watcher <laughs> well, you're an actor you have to be you gotta I, I, I get a cup of coffee people. I go to the bus stop and mm-hmm. I sit there I have nothing to do and I'm sitting back and I'm watching mm-hmm. people I watch the way that they're shaking each other's hands mm-hmm. the way that they're getting into the bus and the way that they're coming out there are people who are walking and they don't want to be touched and they don't want to touch anyone and then there is another one that puts his hand on someone's back and says no please you go first so you see all that and then you understand who the person is and to me it was very i i'm i'm very hungry for getting to know people and when i'm traveling around mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where i'm going i try um, i try not to judge people I'm, I try to be kind of blank and mm-hmm. I'm going in and whatever comes at me that's how I'm dealing with my characters I usually I try not to judge them just well and a lot of your colleagues when the f- series first started they had concerns about doing a show with the subject matter did you have any concerns about it were, were you having reservations what was your feeling about it no see because I um, I've, I've told some of my friends they told me why why would you do that for example right. um, when I did uh, the stoning of Soraya M mm-hmm. when I did that movie lots of people even Iranian people they kind of um they were not very happy with me uh-huh. and I told them the, they said that I made movies against Islam and Iran mm-hmm. I didn't make movies against Islam I didn't make movies against Iran yeah. I made movies against people who are taking advantage mm-hmm. of other people's faith right. mm-hmm. and manipulating the rules and laws and mm-hmm. trying to control people with with some kind of misunderstanding that they have from the religion. Some perversion that they've in their belief system. How else do you demonstrate it if you don't be that? That's it. So for me, by playing those kind of characters, I'm not trying to... uh, You're not condoning it. Yeah. What I'm doing... Now, what I'm doing, I'm trying to portray that for you to be able to see that next time when the situation like that happens, Mm -hmm. ask twice before you... Before you go along with it, I mean, there are so many different things that are being said, and sometimes we don't even think. So, okay, if they said that's the way, that's the way, that's 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 should be the way. But to me, I always say, why? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, for us, especially the way that we grew up, the way that we were raised, 
we always ask questions. Sure. We have to ask questions. Why? Right. Why is it? Why is it supposed to be like that? There is a saying in Islam. One of the um, one of the religious leaders said, if if you are reading a passage that is being translated for you and raises a question, is not because of the word of God. Is because of the person who translate that because mm-hmm. God didn't want to hurt his people. So, uh, people they manipulate the words mm-hmm. in a way that they want to control it. So, for us, if you have a question, ask the question. Say, why? Why is it saying this way? Tell, explain to me, and then you'll find out for yourself. That that kind of brings up an interesting point, though, about your character, because we're saying, like, he is this parallel with Carrie, but Carrie is ultimately trying to be a protector, a barrier to violence, and and Abu Nuzir, though, we can, and Brody, even when we can understand the motivations, they're, they're wanting to commit acts of violence, which obviously we can't get on board with, I hope, most of us. Yeah, but but, but um, turn it around and look at the, uh, the other side. Right. What causes his acts of violence I, that he comes? Oh, believe right. me, I believe me, I have yeah. thought about it, and I and I do. Like I, like I said, I I can understand the motivations. Um, um, for you, you said you're trying to get to what his core motivation is. So, what do you think his core motivation is? I mean, the the character. Yes, not you. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I know, I know. But um, but you're asking, yeah, asking for a character. You need to, um, you need to understand. I will tell you my understanding of the core of the character. But at the same time, the character was created by the creators of right. the show. Mm-hmm. So I brought what I thought the character should have right. into it. Um, what I believe is that he is he feels that his land has been taken away from him. He has been thinking, um, just imagine, you're a kid, you go outside, you go, there is a, uh, there are apple trees outside, you go, you climb the trees, and that's, that's your playground. And then the next day, you're walking to go toward the same apple tree, or your kid mm-hmm. is walking to go toward the same apple tree, and all of a sudden, boom. There's a landmine that was set there, during the war and never got cleaned up. Now, this landmine is responsibility of the person who put it in to go and clean it up. But, okay, we are done. We don't need to clean it up. Right. So now the person whose child walked out to go and play soccer and all of a sudden you hear a boom, you go and you see that the limb is missing. That person is looking to find out who is responsible for that. And the person who's responsible is the brand that's on that mine. It doesn't matter who put it in. So what we need to do, we need to figure out how we can avoid providing violence. Even if we are not initiating it, how can we stop providing violence in order to not get any kind of Retaliation or any kind of violence back. Right. I mean, th- I think that's one of the things that he's he's fighting for. All right, I'm gonna just, just for those of you who are watching, Jenna's gonna have to take off. So you'll know season. why I'm not sitting yeah. here. But so, yeah, 
Where are That's you going? Okay. She, she has a, a, another. A, she has an obligation. Has to, an obligation. Yes. What kind of obligation is it? <laughs> oh, please tell us. Please do tell. You don't want to know. Why not? Oh, Jenna, thank you, you very much for oh, And also, I want to publicly thank you again for taking over last week. Oh, we no problem. Here, so we appreciate that. And we'll, thank we'll see you, you next for week. being here. This has, been, this has been like the most fascinating discussion. I don't oh, want to go. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, oh we're not done. She's going to go. We're not going. I thought I'm going to the party with her. Okay. You're, you're going to be 10 minutes behind. Oh, so, Jenna's got to run. So thank you again, fine, Jenna. We'll fine. see you next week. All right. So while we're, we're saying our goodbyes to Jenna, we should probably, uh, let's, all, let's also take this moment right now to th- thank everybody who's been uh, downloading uh, from iTunes. We've got, what is it, 16 million a week these days? Week. Over, over 2 a million week, a day. Yes. So uh, for all of those uh, of you who have rated and commented, uh, thank you. That's what keeps us going. Uh, and please keep doing that. And the other thing that we ask, all we ask is download rate and comment and then tell a friend that it's because of you that you've been telling friends that we are now over two million a day yes spread the so, word yeah, exactly do share a little love <laughs> so share thank you love. for that so and as roth always mentions please do say nice things <laughs> there we go. they always say nice things about <laughs> you roth um yay well thank you please continue to say nice things. We, yes and th- thank you for we'll, we'll get back with a few more questions uh sure. for navid and then we also want to finish up with our uh, discussion about brody's nervous breakdown and uh and then, of course. The nervous breakdown. Let, let, let's talk about that real quick, since we haven't fi- we haven't talked about that. We've talked about all kinds of manipulation from uh, Abu Nazir, and now <laughs> it's showing up in the fetal position for Brody and him breaking down. How much of it do you think is real? How much? How much of it is a uh, just uh, put on to because he's know he's got to play people. Oh, I think that breakdown is real. You think that breakdown? Yeah, because I, I think it started. I think it started in the. It's the culmination of these last several years mm-hmm. of his life, and he just can't take it anymore. I mean, right. he's just because it started in the argument with Jess, where I can't, I can't, I can't, yeah. I can't. He started to devolve. I mean, what's interesting about the breakdown is that he actually his maturity level starts to devolve, and yeah. I think un- until he's ultimately in the fetal position right. as a baby, mm-hmm. but he's like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, like a little kid, yeah. you know. Right. Exactly. He's having a little tantrum and he says it just like a little kid. And then he goes and he has this conversation with Roya, who is just as cool as a cucumber, you know, all the time, like scarily. So and she he in that conversation is like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Forget it. You don't say anything. It's over again. He's sounding like a little child and he's just starting to really devolve until, you know, I mean, I guess he was in the fetal position earlier, but I think that's what happened to him. It's real. Yeah, it was real. It was very believable. But somebody else was <laughs> making the point that he knew that the CIA was probably listening in to the to the sex. Yeah, well, to the whole yeah the whole motel thing and how much of that if he knew how much of that was a play. I mean, I don't. I think he really. I think that the question in those moments is how much is he allowing Carrie to play mm-hmm. him? You know what I mean? Because she is. I mean, she's playing him. Mm-hmm. She's playing the same game with him. Like, but. But the, yeah, but the, I, you know she's still it's not playing him. There's parts of it that just wants the whole thing to happen. I think so, too. Stuff, but so. I think that's the interesting thing about these two characters is yeah. that how half of it is real mm-hmm. and half of it is a, a move. Because when Carrie is doing that, sure, she she does weirdly want to like go off into the sunset with him. And she does want to be with him and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But she's also making a play oh, yeah. to get him back in line. And mm-hmm. she is manipulating the same way that Avenue Zero Avenue manipulated, right. ma- manipulated him. Not the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I never manipulated that. We don't know, <laughs> well, we don't know what, what said, went on that whole We haven't radius. seen the whole history yet. Right, we haven't seen <laughs> that. 
that. We're so not, we're not that's sure. why we need to spin off. We're not sure. Maybe it was the right. same way. Oh. Yeah, we're not sure. Yeah, that's um. So I mean, it is showtime. We might see something. Yeah. We she's trying to reach him at that emotional level and hold his hand and say, "I'm here for you. You're hurting. You're not alone. I'm here for you." And that's what he did. I'm here for you. You're not alone. I think at that point, though, he was really like. I think he was just like, I'm over it. And he was sitting in the bed. He was laying in the bed. And he just took a deep breath. The relief he and had. And he on was him like, there. that feeling is so feels so good. And I know what that feels like. Not on that level, obviously. I think but sometimes said, you're dealing with so many different things. Right. And something happens to relieve that pressure. And you're like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm totally overthinking this. I'm overdoing. Like, yeah. well, I, like I, life is great. Like, why am I stressing so much about? You know, I think he just let it go. He really yeah. had let it go. Right. And it was really funny yeah. when he. Yeah. When he well, said, I like when he said, "I finally won't have to lie anymore." That's yeah. a that's yeah. big relief. It so. was like that has to be the greatest. He was in a trap. Sure. Yeah. This guy was in a glass box with no holes in it he couldn't breathe <laughs> he was suffocating it was like a glass coffin mm-hmm. he was like Isn't no matter it, how this turns out it's not this, gonna be good and this is another parallel because as, as imprisoned as he was in that hole back in Iraq or yeah. wherever it was I can't remember uh, uh, he is just as imprisoned but he's free it was, yeah he right. was in Iraq but just as imprisoned what was really yeah. funny was when he I said it was really was funny. Was it Afghanistan? He was, I think he was captured in Afghanistan. Okay, well, uh, I mean, he was in found the in Afghanistan. He was, he was found there, yeah. yeah. He was East. found in Afghanistan, but he was captured in but Iraq. But he was captured in Iraq, yeah. Well, in Iraq. regardless of the geography, he was in a hole somewhere. <laughs> so he was in prison <laughs> for eight years, whatever. What, what was really funny was when he told Carrie... Um, you know how crazy everybody thinks you are? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're cra- so much you're more so crazy. You're so much more crazy yeah. than that. And I thought and that, that was one of the was, most honest things was, he said to her. That was great. That was amazing yeah. and also really true because she is. But the thing is, she's crazy like a fox because mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. Even in the moment that I, and I love Carrie, as you guys know, yes. but even in the moment that I was starting to lose faith in her and mm-hmm. going like, you crazy bee, what are you doing? Get back in that van, you know? She was still right. Right. She was still right. right. They should have taken them down in that moment because in comes this helicopter and you just lost your asset that knows what the CIA knows. And he's and they're going back. to You just lost everything because you didn't listen to the crazy girl. Yeah, they'll again. get him back. Again. You think they should have got him, took him right there? Oh, no. I think it's so much better to have him in Abu Nazir's hands. What are you talking about? Of course they should have taken them right but there. But he's going to have to show his hand somewhere. He's going to have to come out of the woodwork somewhere. He's yeah. part of the plan. Why? If they, if they would have captured him, it would. there's no way. I mean, everything. Everything, everything is very time. Yeah. Exactly. Right, exactly. They, but now, now they should let it play out because he's going to have to poke his well, head first out. First of all, there's no way to know. It's all speculation. We, right. We're just speculating at this point. We're doing predictions. Speaking of, we might as well move no, on to that. I, I've got I was this thinking that you were trying to... Yeah, wheel me. Yeah. We have to move on to prediction because <laughs> we're going long. Not until now. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's do this as a prediction. So yes, you, you well, think that it's a good idea to, that they to to me to me in that moment mm-hmm. in that moment she's saying get them get them get them get them because something's about something really right. terrible is about to happen. They're either going to shoot them in the head right. or be gone, and they were gone. There come here comes this helicopter and they're gone. I'm saying whether it works out or not, it's a tremendous risk yeah. to have Brody out of your control. Clearly, but so high risk, the, high reward. I mean, he would never have been right. in, a, in the, I, in I know, the presence I, of Navi. Uh, but in Nazir, that moment, <laughs> the right getting call, the character in the. However it turns yeah. out, which it probably will turn out that they'll be able to turn it around and, and make it work for them. But however it turns out, in that 
moment, Carrie was right, which was that we should contain this right now or we're about to lose our asset. Who has information about us? Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not arguing it. I, I just, I hear you, and I, I'm not debating. I mean, he, even see, when she's wrong, she's right. I mean, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but the, every, listen, you even, think she's right about everything. Look, no, I don't. She, I thought she was wrong no, until I, I saw she was right. Yeah, I think even though she kind of suspected something was going to happen, I think what went down went down the way it should have gone. Because he's going to have to poke his head out. If they went ahead and nabbed him right there on the spot, yeah, then they he would have left. Then, yeah, they would have been gone. They were like, oh, the CIA is they're telling him, blah, he blah, blah, blah. He might have not have stuck around. And then he's not going to get – he had no valuable information to give them either because he hasn't been briefed about what's, what's going to occur. He has to Who's right? come back. Yeah. You, can just, you can just point. He has to come point. back out. You don't have to tell us anything. You can just uh, point to me. I've learned my lesson. I think women's are, uh, yeah, women yeah, yeah. are always well, right. Well, it'll so be like she mostly – Don't argue. <laughs> There's no way that you're going to win. Whatever. Why no, that's argue? true. Listen, exactly. even though Carrie knew what was going to happen – she always knows what's going to happen, but she was wrong to cho- to want to get him. It's better to let him go. No. You nab him. What happens if you nab him? Now they know. No. All right. Oh, we're getting the music. <laughs> well, he has uh, to come back out. All right. All right. This He's discussion will continue even though we're off back. the air. <laughs> I want to thank Naveed so much for thank joining you. us. Thank we you would so much. love to have you. Naveed. It was a pleasure to have you and your insight. Uh, and you, you do such a fabulous job on the show. We can't wait to see more. And, of course, do your writing campaign because we want to exactly. see the backstory. Uh, House of Nazir. Uh, the family Nazirs. <laughs> yeah, see, why we don't you guys start writing about it? Exactly. We'll, get, we'll get that going Keeping on. up with the Nazirs. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you, Roth. You can find me on Twitter at, at JRossi. That's at J-R-O-T-H-C. And you can find my work on IGN.com. And you can start the backstory Abu Nazir hashtag with me right there now. There you go. <laughs> Thaddeus, let him know. You can find me on Twitter at Club Thaddeus, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. Yeah, and Rob, please tell us where they can find Jenna. You can find Jenna at at Jenna Bush. That's J-E-N-N-B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president, as she likes to say. And you can find her work on Fanhattan. <laughs> and Naveed, should, should fans look for you just on the TV show? What else is coming up for you? Do we want to talk well, about anything? Uh, or, I know you've been traveling a lot. You've been working like crazy. I, I, I've been trying. I've been trying to put a play together. Okay, go I will let you know. Great. I will let you well, know. Well, when it happens, come back here and tell everybody about it. Definitely. We'll make sure where, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, Naveed Negapur. There you go. Oh, there you okay. go. And if you don't know how to spell it, just type in Naveed. They will come. <laughs> or Nazir. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> just I, Abu Nazir. There is also Facebook page. Uh, there Facebook, you go. No, Facebook page. Facebook, Facebook page. there you go. See, I can't even talk. That's See, right. that's how uh, All right. You so guys come over. Plenty come of places to find him. And we'll be seeing him next week for sure on Homeland. So we'll be looking forward to that. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for tuning thank in. Thank you so much. We will talk to you next time. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.